of the one and only Fins to Forest. I have everybody's favorite thing, a special guest. But this is a, a, an even more special guest than usual. This is family. 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 Blood is thicker than water, as they say. Mm-hmm. So, here, join me to wrap up our deer season episode is the one and only Logie Bear. Mr. Logan Fusen. <laughs> at, What's up, guys? At underscore Logie's Bear underscore. Right. At Logie's underscore Bears on all socials. There you go. Yep. Including? Including twitch.tv slash Logie's underscore Bears. He's a, he's a Twitcher. So if you guys are into video like games, games, yeah, look me up there. It's very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Trending on TikTok. Yeah, that's right. It has been for weeks. Anyways, we're here today. We can talk about some... We'll, we'll do that at the end. Let's, I'm right we got all sorts of stuff to talk about. We got plenty of ground to cover, and we got all the time in the world to do it, because it's the day after Christmas. Mm-hmm. This is the... Boxing call. Day. Boxing Day. As the Canadians celebrate. Yep. Really? Yep. I had no idea. Yep. It's box, Happy Boxing Day, or is it Merry... For fellows from the North. <laughs> <laughs> May Boxing... I don't know how they talk. Or, it's, uh, no, it's May, like... It's like they talk about hockey. Merry Boxing Day. No, that's no, not that's, that's Merry Boxing Day. Merry Boxing Day. To all that celebrate Boxing Day. Yep. Uh, so, the main topic today is to wrap up deer season. And the reason Logan is here is because Logan hunts the same lease that I hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have for years. And we have for years. He's hunted it longer than I have. Uh, and But it's just another perspective on the same piece of property. Mm-hmm. And... It's just more fun when there are other people here. Yeah. So, and I look good. Uh, so. And he looks good. Yeah. He's never not. <laughs> uh, so, we'll just start off with that. So, we'll start yeah. off with this. Oh, actually, no. We'll start off with our verse, start, yes. verse of the day. This is a great one today. So, with it being the new year, and between the new year and this being Fence Force, this is just the perfect one for today. This is Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. It says this Remember not the former things, 2020. Nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. How perfect is that? Uh, so that is Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. That is, insert sound clip here. Your verse of the day. I should do that. I'll try to remember to do that. Okay. Uh, but anyways, Isaiah 43, 18 through 19 fitting for the new year and hopefully 2020 will be a thing of old before we know it but this is the kind of the calm before the storm this week christmas is over my fiance halfway wife we got a big week. she doesn't really like being called that we got legally married peep the groove ring uh, but our wedding ceremony is january 2nd so her parents sister and grandparents are flying in tomorrow morning and then it will be a week of wedding prep before the big day on the second. So we had to get together and make use of, of the time we have today. So we'll start off with this. What do we kill? What do we kill? All the deer we both killed came from the same lease. Mm-hmm. About 300-ish, 400-ish acres, if you include the public land that's next to it, probably. But – they know what I've killed. So what did you kill? I have not killed in probably two years. Whether and not to, and it's really honestly lack of trying. I haven't been that much in the past two years. Fair. Um, if I get a shot, you know, I'm a dead eye. I'm gonna put him down. So <laughs> uh, I I haven't gotten a shot in the last two years. But this year uh, I was very fortunate, and uh, 
let's see. The first time I went this year was Darren Gunn, and I got a, a, four, a four-pointer out in the big field from about 250 yards. Boom. Boom. Snipe. Snipe them. And then no scope, actually. That, that, <laughs> <laughs> a, a little video game reference, no scope 360. Yeah. Uh, but then the next morning, uh, I got a doe in field three. Nice. As about, we affectionately call it. As we, yes, at about 930. And that's all she wrote. So pretty good harvest this year. In my yeah. For you being, you hunted what, two days? Yeah. Yeah. Two days out there? Perfect. Yeah, I had a, I had a video of me uh, talking. And I didn't put this in any of the videos, any of the YouTube videos. But I was sitting there talking right before I walked into the big field, and I heard somebody shoot, and I was like, that had to be local. <laughs> like, that was not far at all. And it was. That was his dough. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so Logan killed the four-pointer, killed a doe. I killed three does. One deer and bow, one deer and muzzleloader, one deer and gun. Which some I call think, that the Holy Trinity. Some kind of <laughs> easy. We may be treading on sacrilege. Yeah, you're right. You're but uh, I thought that was cool. Last year... I think, I think it was last year. Uh, it was kind of one of my goals to start that year was to be kill one during all three seasons, and I did. And so I can say I did two years in a row. However, all six of those deer were does, which is fine. I'm, I'm, they eat the same. They eat the same. They do. Uh, of course, I told the big buck story, missing that one. But saw I finally saw a lot of deer that last weekend. Uh, saw, I mean, morning hunt, saw five or six. And I had another. I didn't put this. I didn't even reference this in any of the videos. Sitting in the funnel, the last morning that I hunted, which was, I guess, on Saturday, uh, the Saturday before Christmas, before I came back and got geared up for Christmas, but sitting just on a, another cedar tree in the ground and had another doe that walked. I heard her coming, and there's a little hill right in front of me, and I knew, I'm like, well, she's going to, yep. I'm going to see her when she's 10 yards away, yep. and sure enough, she pops up, and she's looking right at me, and she's probably 8 or 10 yards, and did the little... But trying to make you move, yeah. But of course, she knew I couldn't kill her because you get one doe during gun, Mm -hmm. and I'd killed the doe the day before, and so she knew I didn't kill her, so she didn't care. She just walked about a 10 yard circle, half circle around me, and then walked up out of the field. I'm like, if this was any other deer at any Mm -hmm. other time, yep, I'd have been toast. Mm -hmm. But so that was fun. I got to see a lot of deer really close sitting on the ground during gun, which makes me think I probably ought to do that more during bow. That just get right sense. on top of them. <laughs> it would have been. It would have made for some cool. There would have been a couple I could have killed with a bow from the ground that I had on me during gun, which would have been cool to do. So I'm definitely planning on trying to do that yeah. more this next year. But that's what we killed. If you're into the killing stuff, all three of mine actually, I got on. I didn't get the video of me shooting the last one, but all three of them are on up on YouTube. I just put up the last video this week. Let's go. And um, yeah. So if you like watching deer get shot and recovered, you should watch it. Check yeah. it out. Uh, but, all right. So our Logan and I are very similar in our goals, mm-hmm. steps we would like to And it's so funny because we didn't implement. talk to each other about this no. beforehand. We just both had this same idea, and then we talked about it. Like, we both wanted to do the same thing without yeah. communicating with each other. Because he texted me one night, he's like, have you, what did you ask me about, the burns? Yeah, I, yeah. He's like, have you ever heard of prescribed fire, like, <laughs> doing burns? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I've wanted to do that for two years. Uh-huh. And now, are we still, are we going to be any more capable of doing this now that we've had this idea? Maybe not. Maybe. But maybe now not. we've got, we're a joint force. 
trying to get the same thing done. So what have we learned about the property this year? Oh, I kind of got ahead of ourselves. We'll just talk about what we're talking about. Come on. Our goals. Let's talk about our goals. We can kind of blend these together yeah. like a like a rainbow, mm-hmm. if you will. Because they go together. Yeah. Yeah. So fire. Yes. We would love to burn mm-hmm. the big field. And I just learned about burning a couple months ago. Yeah. I didn't even know about it. Because your roommate. My, yeah. What's my your roommate? roommate? Shout out Robbie. Hey, uh, Robbie. If, if you're listening, shout out Robbie. Uh, but he is a wildlife fisheries major. And I'm not sure exactly what he's focusing in. But um, he is a licensed, I don't know exactly what the title is, but he is licensed to burn in the state of Tennessee. I was wondering if he had some sort of yes. like actual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, that done, be he's been in the field. He's He's done it. First hand, so and he brought it up to me, yeah, and I had no idea anything. Like I knew what succession was and mm-hmm. the idea behind it, but I never thought about invasive grasses or invasive bushes or trees or yeah. stuff like that being in the field. So when he told me about it, I, like I got really excited about it because all we do is bush hog. Yeah, we we've never killed it up or burned it or anything. I mean, other than the food plots, we kill up, but yeah. Yeah, and I I heard about fire from watching the growing deer TV stuff the last few years. So I've wanted to do it, but one, we don't own the land, that, and that's a big problem. And which is the main hindrance to us being able to do this. Mm-hmm. Although we really haven't asked yet, we haven't We've, figured out if we really can do it. Right. Uh, and the other people on the lease is a little bit of an issue as well. Right. Just I I wouldn't say maybe not an issue, but it, it's definitely going to be a hurdle. It'll be a foreign idea, mm-hmm. I think, to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was bringing up, hey, why don't we set the big field yeah. on fire? I'd love to burn it down. I think it would really help. I think it would really help the wildlife. Because, I mean, they, we, they if we set hog. the field on fire. Yeah. I mean, they bush hogged it for 20, 20 years. years. Yeah. So. And so the problem is well, there's a couple problems that were more prevalent this year than in years past. But with the bush hogging, what normally happens is mm-hmm. the entire. So when we say big field, this field's about. 20 acres. I think I mapped it out before. Okay. It's around 20 acres. It's it's essentially is a big bowl. It's a 20-acre bowl, and it's got one finger of trees that runs out into the middle of it. And the rest of it's very wide open. You can stand on one tree line, yeah. see down the bowl, and up to the other side in most places. And in the past, this is probably my fifth year or so, having hunted there, fifth or sixth, or at least haven't been there. And this was the worst year Two or three times over, as far as seeing deer goes, mm-hmm. at least yeah. for me. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. seen that? Well, so like I said, I only went twice this year, and right. I saw, well, I saw more deer in two days than I think All you of us and have seen. my dad saw the whole year. How many deer did you see in the big field? Three, four, five. Really? Or in the big field, I saw two, but in field three, I saw five. What other deer was in the big field? Did it though? It was that spike that kept. Oh. It's always been in there all year. Oh yeah, I saw that spike. That's been that one of those spikes has been in the video. Mm-hmm. I saw one that was busted off. I think it had have, one horn. I think it may have been that same spike. Well, it was. I was sitting in, at the cemetery. Yeah, and it was. I mean, it was three hundred yards away from. Okay. Me. Yeah, I I sat. I think every time I hunted the big field, except for two or three times, I sat like in one of those little surgery clumps in yeah. between the cemetery and the campsite. Mm-hmm. And he walked out. Ah, it wasn't the last time I went. This mm-hmm. last two or three trips. Yeah. And he walked out. He was real close. And I hadn't killed that last doe. <laughs> and I took the safety off two or three yeah, times. Yeah. And I'm I like, mean, that thing's right in front of us. This is a stupid spike. Yes. And 
I couldn't tell if he had broken off the other horn or if he just had one horn. Yeah. And I'm like, if you've just got one horn, mm-hmm. uh, one ant, I'm going to – we're probably kidding. And then I could see better on the video after the fact. He did just break it off. Mm-hmm. And then another spot came out. But even when I left that mm-hmm. night, I left with just a little bit of daylight in case I jumped something yeah. or saw something. Yeah. And they just ran from the campsite plot down to the cedar tree. And they just stood there and just watched me leave. Yeah. And even then, I just set up on the backpack. And I'm like, God. I'm mm-hmm. like, I would just. Yeah. And I took it off to I was like, if you're. I won't do it. But <laughs> it's like, if I come back this last weekend and I haven't killed one, I'm going to kill one. Which, luckily, I did. But in uh, what normally happens with the big field is every other year, after deer season's over, mm-hmm. the landowner pays somebody to come and bush hog the whole property. Like, just cut it down to nothing. And which has always been fine because the food plots still have late season food in them. Yep. And we're not hunting anymore. Right. So we don't care if everything's exposed and right. the deer don't like to be in it. Mm-hmm. What happened this year was it had been two years, and at one point since I've been there, it went longer than normal, and some big brush turned into trees that couldn't get bush hogged, and so there's a whole new crop of probably three-year-old trees that are, Lord, 30, 40 feet high. They're They're weird. I don't know Mm -hmm. what they are. Mm -hmm. That have sprung up in the middle of the big field that weren't there five years ago. They have no business being there. Yeah, they're not good for anything. They don't produce any mass Mm -hmm. or do anything helpful Mm -hmm. at all other than... Other than, like, I guess it would give you cover if you're trying to sneak from the side. But it's stupid. We'd rather not yeah, be there. Yeah. And normally, the big field gets bush hogged by us, us being the people that lease it, mm-hmm. in the summertime, a few weeks before season starts. We don't bush hog the whole thing. We just bush hog essentially like a, a, a tire and like yeah. wheel spokes yeah. going out. Yeah. There's like five or six. There's a, You cut out the middle. And then you got five or six trails that lead to the yeah. different food plots and the different little exits. Mm-hmm. And they're in it all the time. Like, you can't sit in oh the big gosh. field for a day yeah. and not see deer. They walk right down the big old shooting lanes. Yeah, okay. it is perfect. Yeah. And even the most deer that I've ever seen, in a, I saw more deer last year than I've seen before. And But a lot of that was in the big field during both season. And you mm-hmm. could sit there, and even at 10, 9, 10, 11 o'clock in the morning in October, early October, that way you'd see groups, three or four does come yeah. through, a couple yeah. bucks come through. Yeah. And but what happened this year that I really think was the main thing that screwed us over. Yeah. There's two big things that as far as our deer sightings go, I think mm-hmm. messed up. There's one, we bush hogged the opening weekend of bow season, and the guy came in and bush hogged everything. It looked like a barren wasteland. Yeah. Yeah. It was really like you didn't even want to hunt it. Because you, I mean, like, I didn't want to hunt it because I yeah. never felt like, like I mean, if I was a deer, why would I, I would why never would I go ever in it. walk in there? Because the food plots were really intended to be late season food plots, mm-hmm. which is when we see the deer using them anyways. Yeah. And, I mean, like, oats and clover and chicory, not chicory, uh, turnips, turnips, oats, and clover mm-hmm. are the main things yeah. that were in there. Yeah. Love or clover. Clover <laughs> everywhere. Lots of clover. And, and they'll get a clover, but they never got in those food plots at all and i think they weren't ever in, like we never even saw there in the big field mm-hmm. and we both we've talked about it the fact they just don't have any cover yeah like it's 20 yeah. acres and we don't have the deer population to where they'll just they have to expose themselves like mm-hmm. that yeah like at my buddy's place in rutherford county in unit l they've got a ton of deer mm-hmm. and last year when i killed that buck i shot a doe the day before shot it 
or saw lots of does the day before, and they just come strutting across the middle yeah. of the hay field. And yeah. they'd be a little bit on edge, but it's like there's so many deer out there that are going to be deer to do that. Mm-hmm. And we just I don't we don't have that like we've got deer. Yeah, but it's not they're not overflowing. That's yeah. why we can't kill three does a day. But, right. You know, that's the difference between us and unit L. We're on the line. You mm-hmm. you look at DeKalb County, DeKalb, DeKalb, whatever, and then the next county to the left of it is unit l county yeah but we don't need to be in unit l because we don't have that many deer mm-hmm. uh and the other thing is that there had to have been and there I, I saw quite a few but just a massive acorn crop to where they never had to come up to the food plots yeah. any earlier yeah. than they did because there were the doe that i shot last weekend my one gun doe she was full of acorns. Mm-hmm. That's all she'd been eating. And it was December, I don't know, 20th, mm-hmm. 21st, 20th, whatever that was. I mean, she was full of acorns. And so she was quartering away, and I clipped the front of the stomach, and it was like sandpaper in it. I mean, just blown. It, that's all she had. But that, and that kind of goes hand in hand with, like, one of the biggest things that I learned this year is how much those deer, our property essentially has just got a lot of steep, like the whole back half of it, our whole back property line is just a steep drop off mm-hmm. to the lake. Yeah. To a, to a big lake. Yeah. And there's so, and we've always heard from Roe, well, they're in those acorns down by the lake. Mm-hmm. They stay in those oaks down yeah. by the lake. Well, they do. Shocker. They Roe's really right. do. They Especially really do. Especially if they have no incentive to come into the food plots. Right. So. None at all. And. Yeah, when they have no cover and plenty of acorns down at the lake. <laughs> They're not going to come up like, to the food plot. I think I'd prefer not to expose yeah. myself in yeah. broad daylight hours. And they just don't have to go anywhere. Well, actually, that's something else more. We'll get to that in a minute. So, just because the only mature bucks I saw and where all the deer I saw were, were the closer I got to the lake and the steeper the terrain got, like uh-huh. that, that last flat terrain break is where I saw all the sign mm-hmm. and all the deer that I saw for the most part. I mean, none of it was in the field. The only deer that I, let me think, the only deer that I ever encountered in one of our fields was, there was a buck that I ran into in the dark, walking out of Lost Feeder, two spikes in the big field. Mm-hmm. I only saw two deer in the big field the entire year. Yeah. I, well, I, I did too. The and, entire year. And one of them was the same deer that everybody's seen all year. And I hunted it a lot. Not a lot. Mm-hmm. It's Normally, it's one of those places where if you're like, oh, I just want to see some deer. Yeah, if you don't know where to go, yeah, so just like, go to the big field. You'll see something. Wind's not good there. I just came from here. Yeah. Not really feeling that. that not sign here. Let's just go sit in the big field. Yeah. And you can only see deer. Yeah. Ridiculous. Not, not this year. Not this year. Uh, but, so we would love to burn it, mm-hmm. like now, mm-hmm. or well, what we early, had, early spring. What I had talked with Robbie about was come up with, like, a plan where you burn parts of it. Like, yeah. in the spring, you'll burn... This little area yeah. and then this little area and then in the uh, like summer you'll burn this area and this yeah. area like come up with like a yeah plan for it but well I would love what we need to do is get a hold of Row mm-hmm. let him talk to Jamie the landowner mm-hmm. and say we've got a professional <laughs> we have a licensed yeah. professional yeah. that we will pay mm-hmm. to come out there mm-hmm. and burn if you'll let us burn. Because they don't use it for anything. Right. The landowner, which is amazing to me, which is fortunate that they don't, that yeah. we kind of have it's free not like rain of it. They're turning it into hay or Right. Yeah. And I don't know why they don't. Because, yeah. Lord, they've got 30, 40 acres of hay yeah. fields they could use. 
and I don't really know what that would come up to be in work and hay, but because I've never done hay, but I don't, I don't know. But they've got all this land, and it's just kind of like, yeah, whatever y'all want to do as far as the food plots and hunting stuff goes. Mm. But so maybe they would be down for it, but at least burn half of it. And it's like, Something. let us burn. Let me show you what it'll do. That we can do us, this. Yeah. yeah. And like, let us show you the good it'll do. Mm-hmm. And then. And that's not even to mention what we're wanting to do in the woods, chopping down some trees and opening up the woods a little bit. Yeah. There's a lot of just. There's just so much that you'd love to, you know what I mean? There's yeah. always something you want to do. Which is the whole, oh man, I, I talk to Dana, my about almost wife, all the time about, like, I've got, I've got two savings, two savings accounts that are like invested in mutual funds. Like, babe, <laughs> I'm making this contribution every month. Uh-huh. Like, that's our 400 acre piece farm yeah. wherever we go because yeah. I want to have like a, I was like, I'll buy the crappiest 400 acres mm-hmm. we can find. I was like, I'll, I want to be able to do essentially what the growing deer guys did. What Grant, if you, anybody, I'm sure you've heard Grant Woods if you listen to this. Uh, but if not, it's growing deer TV. What they did with, and I don't, know, I don't know how much land they have. They probably have over a thousand acres. It seems like a lot, but it was just regular piece of land. They've done all this stuff over yeah. the years, making bedding and doing, I mean, just everything and managing it how they want to. I was like, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. I want to do yeah. a play. And I found before I before I met Dana, before I was like seriously into the relationship with Dana, <laughs> I spent all my free time at school on my plan period. Uh-huh. On landandfarm.com, and there's a piece. It may still be for sale, but it's 400 acres in Kentucky. It's a part of what was an old strip mine. That's two hundred thousand dollars. It's got this massive uh, insulated workshop there that I was gonna live in. I was like, as soon as I get this first year full time work on, it's like I'm moving to Kentucky. We never see it. It's in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, this is perfect. And but then you know, better things happen. Isn't that right, honey? <laughs> yeah 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 better things happen she uh, said yeah oh did she no. yeah isn't that right my AirPods. oh she had her airpods then she got airpods for christmas um anyways that's the that's one of the goals and if i win a couple of bassmaster classics and that affords the shy. ability to do that <laughs> earlier that'd be even perfect i don't care where it is mm-hmm. there's deer everywhere anyways uh so yeah wait Lord, I'll, Lord, I'll text Ro before he leaves. Mm-hmm. Ro, we got an idea. We got a crazy idea. We got an idea. Let's talk about it. Because mm-hmm. uh, our big hurdle, obviously, is that we're 24 and 21. Right. 22, yeah. 22, yeah. sorry. It's all right. Uh, Same thing. Same, yeah. Yeah. And we don't have tractors and plows and right. discs and... Or the money. <laughs> drills. Or money. I mean, we don't have that. Yeah bed trailers take all the equipment so as far as some of that stuff goes we're kind of at the mercy of everybody that has that equipment and, and when they can go uh but i will say and it, I, one of my goals is that if i have to take a lawnmower this year in february and march and go keep our food plots cut down i will because of the turkeys mm-hmm. which i i've seen turkeys in every video i counted thir- i think it was 31 turkeys in the big field at one point and there was a whole other group that came out late. I mean, it's ridiculous mm-hmm. when it's cut down. And they've been in there all day, every day. You yeah. at least hear them. Yeah. And last year, the one time we did go in turkey hunt, everything was grown up. It was all chest high. Mm-hmm. And they just aren't in it because they can't see. And that's where the green stuff would be. But if we can keep that oats and clover cut down just long enough to make it to turkey season, the first couple weekends go out there and kill, I don't even know how many turkeys you're allowed to kill. 
But kill that many, because Lord, you could heal, you could kill them with a slingshot. Yeah. Really, I mean, that actually might be fun. <laughs> Try to kill someone with a slingshot. Daniel, yeah. Like, if you would just lay, go get a little ghillie suit and just lay down in the food plot and just wait for one to step on you. <laughs> but, anyways, I want to, I'll, I'll at least, I could take a lawnmower and keep it cut down just to have somewhere for the turkeys yeah. to go. Cut one lane through the middle and, or take it. That take forever. <laughs> Cut it with a lawnmower. Like, yeah. Every two weeks, go to the lease with your uh-huh. little John Deere. And, uh-huh. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> I'm mowing the spokes down. <laughs> but, anyways, so other, I don't know if if it was a perfect world, what else would we do out there? I mean, something I mentioned it, but something I would like to do is that. And I was talking to Rob about this. Is if, if you go into the woods and you mark an area, because you can't burn the woods, obviously. Yeah. You can't. can't open it up well if you go in there and you cut down like half the trees yeah that's how you do that's how you burn in the woods yeah which i think that would be really good in some areas because there's just i mean it's just so overwhelmingly covered with trees i think and that would that would open it up a little bit more but other than that that and burning is the number one thing that i would love to do yeah yeah, and I think I, I really I think burning would be an easier thing to convince people of than taking trees down. Yeah, I agree. But I, I'm with you. That's another uh-huh. one of those like habitat things that was growing different. It's like going through and like everything that's smaller than your wrist mm-hmm. that ain't gonna ain't gonna grow anymore. Grow anything for yeah. you? Like it's not gonna grow acorns. It's not gonna grow persimmons yeah. or whatever. They go and they. And I'm thinking I remember this right. I haven't watched it in a while. They literally just go and hack and squirt. Uh-huh. Cut a big dig in it, spray it with whatever pesticide, herbicide, mm-hmm. killer thing, and let it fall. And then next year, you can just go in and just push them over, mm-hmm. and then they'll burn every. They'll they'll take like leaf blowers and they'll blow out you know a two or three foot space around all the big trees they mm-hmm. want to keep, and then yep. they'll even burn the woods yep. and get that stuff eat up. And then you've got some of that growth like that. happening, which uh, it would just help. I think it would help make things less random. Yeah, because when you're bush hogging, like. It's, it would be great if people, you know, did what they said they were going to do where you bush hog during the off season every whatever two years. But the fact of the matter is that's just not how it goes. Yeah. You know, because people get busy. People got other stuff sure. going on. They can't make it out there. It's been two days bush hogging the whole thing. And we're in no way complaining about what people do. I like right. more. We're so right. fortunate to get to hunt yes, out there absolutely. for what we're able to do. I mean, like, it's not a super expensive lease. It's mm-hmm. not. Oh, we're blessed. Not a whole, yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah. we're just, this is ideal scenario right. stuff. Right. Two young dreamers that <laughs> don't know any better, but yeah. So I don't know. It's fun to think about. Mm-hmm. And we've had another thing I've learned this year is how many bucks we have, and the fact that you got so many bucks, and the fact that they don't ever show themselves unless you're way down to the lake mm-hmm. is what showed me how much they really know to stay down there yeah. like they know where they're safe at they've got the food and we did some walking this is that we i did some walking <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> leaving the very last time and this was in the video i'll show you this before i leave mm-hmm. or before you leave and i found the like probably the best looking bedding area that i've found yet one of them and then i mean just torn up with sign that was probably mid like early mid-october so like early season sign mm-hmm. Cause it's not, it wasn't fresh. The rubs weren't fresh, but they look like they're about as old as some of the ones that I knew were made in early and middle October. Mm-hmm. And but there's some scrapes in there, and it's the biggest scrape I've ever seen in my really? life. It was three feet wide, and it's fresh. The branches up above it are all ripped Dang. up, twisted up, hanging down. 
and uh, it was just, I was, I got in there as I was walking into it. I was like, crap, man. Yeah. I was like, they live here like, mm-hmm. a lot. And then you get down there and you see all the sign. You're like, shoot. It's like, well, I'm glad I found it, but I wish I'd have found it a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> but because that spot where I was hunting at Lost Feeder, that was one of those where I, when I went in there and found because this is the spot we call this area Lost Feeder. I lost a feeder there about ten years ago. Mm-hmm. We found the feeder since, but they lost it for a while. I thought somebody stole it. Turns out they did. And I'm walking through Lost Feeder, and it's scrape, 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 rub, rub, scrape, scrape, scrape. I'm like, crap! I better hunt here. And then I saw the big buck and saw a whole bunch of little bucks and saw a bunch of does coming through. Them like, just this was the first year that I've ever made it like my main goal. Like, I'm gonna hunt where the fresh sign is and that's the only place i'm gonna hunt like i'm not gonna just sit somewhere that i've always sat before because which is why i ended up hunting on the ground so much and why i've got to get a good like mobile stand set up next year whether it's a saddle or a stand or whatever but that it helped a ton even though if i didn't kill any big bucks out of it but just being around them like i know i was around more big deer this year than i have been before Mm -hmm. especially when they're not in the big field so that was it just proved it proved everything correct that every that a lot of the guys that have hunted out there forever have said. It's just a matter of actually going down there and hunting them mm-hmm. and getting where they're at. So I don't know. It's like, yeah, do that again next year, but just mm-hmm. do it better. Yeah. So, anyways, that about wraps up the hunting mm-hmm. thoughts. Yep. Our thoughts, concerns, questions, ideas. But not many answers. But not a lot of answers. questions, not a lot of answers. Maybe in a year from now, we'll have answers. Things that work. Things that didn't work. Revisit this again. But for now, we'll dream and beg to burn. Beg to burn. <laughs> but anyways, uh, fishing-wise, not a whole lot. I talked about the tournament schedules that had come out last time. Uh, still playing on fishing the Volunteer BFLs and the Morristown Marines. I need to text Dylan and see if he's still on board to do the Morristowns. That'd be a a dangerous combo me and dylan dylan fair let's get I, out there in morse towns we'll throw a watch out i'm kidding kind of i think we could catch him though it'd be a, it'd be a good team we did dylan and i've actually never fished together i'm thinking out loud we fished on the same college team for a few years but i don't think we've ever actually been in the same boat no, i don't think so anyways uh only good boat news is that i had the boat back which i think i had, I had the boat back last time um i just hadn't taken it out yet because i was still hunting but Got the boat back, and I've swapped grass. I took my two hummingbirds and tried to sell them for a while because I was wanting, I was really wanting Garmin's, but I didn't think that I could sell my two 15 Solixes and be able to afford the Garmin setup that I wanted. So I was also looking for Lorances once they came out with the Active Target or whatever the new, essentially, Panoptics for Lorance is. And so then I was like, oh, if I could get some two t- Carbon 12s, then... Put that new transducer on it would be just like the panoptics because it looks fairly similar uh, but i would have really preferred to have garmin so lo and behold i'm perusing facebook marketplace <laughs> i see garmin uh, panoptics bundle for sale or trade i thought well that looks nice so i click on it and it's i got echo map 10 and echo map 12 i still don't know technically what they're called I know what the Hummingbird and Lawrence stuff's called. Garmin has all the weird numbers and letters and 932V, 122V, and it's a 10 echo map and a 12 echo map. The guy at bottom new this year had a Panoptics transducer, said he just didn't use it like he had thought he would, and was wanting to trade for some Lawrence's or some new 
Hummingbird Solaces. Well, like, have I got the deal for you? And so, sure, it was one of those things on Facebook. Well, if anybody's ever sold anything on Facebook, you know it's a nightmare. It's terrible uh, trying to deal with people on there. But this worked out perfect. He wanted the two 15 Solaces. I wanted the Garmin's and the Panoptics that he had. So, met him in Chattanooga. We swapped. Got him on the boat on Christmas Eve. As it, everything, it took me three, four hours, which I know a lot of people are more handy than I am. <laughs> Big win for me that I was able to totally install everything on the grass by myself and not have to get somebody to throw me a bone and help me out. But got all that stuff installed, put on, and going to try to sneak out to the lake tomorrow morning and, and use it for the first time, just for a couple hours, because her family's getting here uh, and we're getting fired up for the wedding stuff. But I got to see what the pan, I got to play with the panoptics a little bit. But now we've jumped to Team Garmin, not Team like I'm sponsored. Don't get the wrong impression. No free ads. I'm not. No, no free ads. <laughs> oh, I'll get free ads all the time. Dylan and I did a 20-minute ALX ad back in May. That's We're like, funny. hey, Alex, if you're listening, we love your stuff. But we got Garmin's now. They look slick. I like them a lot. I already tell the touchscreen works a whole lot better than my Hummingbird ones did. Uh, I can't wait to play with that Panoptics. I, I fish for suspended fish a lot. and really don't know why I haven't gotten it yet. Uh, but... I think that's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Anyways, got the garments. We got the boat back. Ready to start fishing. First tournament is in like a month and a week. It's January 30th. It's December 26th now. Chickamauga is going to be here before we know it. We got Chickamauga. And then I don't know what we got after that. But Oh, and I'm going to fish I'm going to fish the Dale Hollow BFL in the Music City Division just to go hang out with um, Elliot Tanner. Matt, some friends of mine from college that fished the Music City. I was going to fish all of them, but it's not going to work with some weddings and stuff going on or with some other friends. But at least going to go fish Del Hall because that's at the week, the end of spring break. So I can I can go and spend all spring break fishing Del Hall, which I really never fished but two or three times the whole four years I was in college, which is a shame. But anyways, I think that's it. Merch. Except for, oh, yeah. Can't forget it. Well, and your video game. Well, I want to oh, yeah, talk about your that. Twitch stuff too. <laughs> Uh, we'll finish with the Twitch stuff. Look here. I've gotten Christmas gifts from Dana and my cousin Mackenzie, who Mackenzie actually she does, is the one that designed the Fins of Course logo. Um, and they both, Dana got me hats, and Mackenzie got a sweatshirt made. Uh, not got it made. She made it. She has her own screen printer, the one that designed the logo. Also screen printed on the hoodie and some neck gaiters, which is cool. And that's helpful because I've been planning in probably late January, February this year, doing the first, if you want to call it this, a merch launch. And and, pro, and looking at probably long sleeve shirts and hats. Like one hat color, Not don't do anything, not anything crazy. Nothing too complicated. Uh, but one hat, probably, that's in the other room. But a black and gray hat with the leather patch. And then a long sleeve shirt that's got the logo on the back. So, be on the lookout. If that interests you in the least, it's coming soon. If you follow the Instagram page, either mine, which is just Sam Karras, or the podcast, which is Finch Forest, uh, they'll both be on there. We're going to do like a two-week pre-sale and get the orders in and then get the orders placed and ship them out. That'd be awesome. It'd be fun. And maybe it'll help us pay for a couple of BFL entry fees. That'd be awesome. But anyways, that's coming right around the corner. 
and that's exciting. Mainly just because I'm probably because I'm a little bit selfish, and I just think it looks cool, and I like having like to having the podcast on hand. So, anyways, so that's my social media. Ah, we'll talk about talk about New Year's goals later. Oh, the next podcast, y'all in for a treat. It's going to be me and the groomsmen telling stories oh, on each oh. other from the last four years <laughs> while we're at the cabin and not before the wedding. Oh, that's going to be gonna It's going to be the one only, be Lucas Pruitt, Elliot Lee, Caleb Lazatter, my brother, Logan. You're, are you I'll still planning on coming? Yeah. Logan's going to be yeah. there. Other cousin Mason's going to be there. And it's just going to be a, a roundtable story time where we're just going to tell the tell-all. The tell-all. <laughs> the boys tell-all. <laughs> But not before the wedding. That's no, gonna be. I, I'm more. I'm just as excited. Almost. I'm like, just a hair less excited than actually getting married to have just everybody there in the same place. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be a good fun. Time. We've all got a cabin for two or three nights, and uh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. So that's the next one, and then we can go over goals for next year. But my goals revolve around the Fence Forest Channel and the podcast, and my own personal fishing ventures, Logan's. Logan has his own deal. I do. The Twitch deal. Yeah. So, so what do you play? I play, so for those of you, you guys might not know what Twitch is. It's basically a streaming platform. Well, it's like a, like you can watch somebody play video games live. It's, it's primarily what it's used for. And uh, that's what I use it for. So I play anything from Rainbow Six Siege to Fortnite to Minecraft. To, I mean, literally almost any game you can think of. Fortnite's made a comeback, right? Fortnite, Fortnite's back. People are saying. <laughs> people are saying. I've been seeing it more on TikTok and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, yeah, I play video games all the time. Like I stream just about every day, if not every other day, for like five hours, and we just come hang out, you know, and and watch us play some video games, get involved in the chat. So when you see. How does that work for people that so like people sub to you like they yeah sub you them. can sub you can sub subs totally optional like it's like watching a YouTube video like you right. can watch a YouTube video but the difference between YouTube and Twitch is when you subscribe on Twitch it's either five dollars or you have a free Twitch Prime sub available with uh, if you have Amazon Prime so you can subscribe to somebody for free through your Amazon Prime account. But normally when people okay, so people mm-hmm. pay to subscribe. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. But you don't oh. have to subscribe to watch or chat or anything. Okay. Like that, so. so it's just like if I got somebody playing games that mm-hmm. I think is and you killer, think awesome. And yeah. I think I love watching their stuff. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh I wanna I'll yeah. yeah. That's kind of their yeah. way to support yes. you. Yes, you can do that. You yeah, you can sub oh, that's or cool. donate or yeah. Well that makes sense because I see on some of your stuff where you're like, Oh, the next five subs or like the next sub gets a whatever yeah. gets a that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So. Very yeah, cool. Yeah, but yeah, twitch.tv uh, backslash Logies underscore bears and Logies underscore bears on all socials. Uh, y'all drop me a follow. And, yeah. Uh, hang go. out and chat. Yeah. We got all sorts of stuff. We do. We, we cover all bases. We really, here. really do. This is a welcoming environment. <laughs> but that's awesome. Very cool. Well, Sam, I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate you being here. Yeah, no problem, man. This has been a joy. It's been a long time coming, really. I can't believe I haven't been on an episode already. It's I just know. we've both been – we've tried to work it out before. Yeah. We've been, both been busy. I couldn't make it over we here. we both so. new – not new college student, but still in college. Mm-hmm. We're very busy. We're just – we have a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> and we see each other during deer season and on the holidays more than mm-hmm. any other time. Yeah. Or when my mother has a book she needs to get dropped off at her house. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Now you're going to be on two in a row. Let's go. So – Thank you for watching. Yeah, thank Fish you. Face the Forest, if you enjoy it, subscribe on whatever platform you've listened Ring to. Ring those on, bells, people. And on YouTube.
We've got one of the goal. I'm gonna go ahead and, and and spill the beans a little bit. Not this is not any beans. This is more like just paste. But on Instagram and YouTube, posts coming every day in 2021. That's the goal. On personal page, Finch Sports page, and YouTube. Between those three platforms, there's gonna be posts every single day on something. That's the goal. Get the word out. I gotta spread the word. Spread the word to grow the word. Words uh Finn Sports. All right. Thanks for watching. Have a wonderful 26th evening. Or what? Actually, don't. It's probably not the 26th. Actually, 99% <laughs> of you are not listening to this on the 26th. You're listening to this at an undetermined day in the future. And for that, we thank you. Have a wonderful evening. God bless you. And we'll see y'all at the cabin. I should just end it right there. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.